Welcome to the Long Shot Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Amber Kenny, alongside one of your other hosts, Sean Conroy. Hello! And mixing it up, we've got a very special guest with us. Very special. Karen Bond. Hello. Who's this lady? <laughs> How do you know us? What's going on? Who oh, are you? Did- what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, I, uh, I'm i a Zoom hacker. We're putting all of the onus <laughs> on you. Explain yourself. You know, like on other podcasts, they kind of like list a couple of your credits and no, they like. Not interested. Welcome. Oh, Get okay. started. <laughs> Uh-huh. So I'll do it myself. Uh, I know Amber because we are on a sketch team called The Truce back at IO West in those days. All right. Um, R.I.P. Do you guys get along? We don't I got along truce. with He her. wants to just make a truce joke. <laughs> well, then there was that time where we were at odds with each other for a while. Yeah. Right. I and think our name should be this. I think our name should be this. <laughs> Guys, please. <laughs> The whole fight was about the names. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I did a terrible job introducing, but Karen is an incredibly talented actor, like character performer, different voices, a great writer, mm-hmm. and um, an all-around amazing person to be around. And I think she has a relationship to you. No, now well. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, welcome. After all that. Uh, well, separately, I know Sean, like tangentially from like UCB, seeing him around. And then I took his pilot writing class. Yes. And wrote a pilot that was one of my favorites of all time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. You know how I like to get carried away. <laughs> no, I'm trying to remember. It was, uh, it was about San Quentin. Close. It was about uh, fuck. What's the name of it? It's a prison. It's uh, mm-hmm. Alcatraz. Yes, there that's you what go. It was. I got it. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> Bit over. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so I kind of know. I kind of know both of you, and um, I like both never, of you very much. You've never interacted with us together. Oh, isn't that so. wild? No, I haven't. Well, that's not completely true uh well we were both we were all in a room at your birthday party yes but we didn't stand in a trio and talk during a brief interval of covid lack or something somehow it was okay to go to your house that night yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) and then we all wore mustard Mm -hmm. it was my mustard party right Right. It was where I walked in and it was very overwhelming because I just saw a blur of yellow everywhere <laughs> and I didn't know how to individuate people. Uh, no. But luckily Karen was there. So I got to talk to her for a while. Then. And we all had our white kabuki masks on. Right. <laughs> it was a very scary party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were angling our heads towards each other. <laughs> well, um, we like to start the show with a segment we like to call checking in checking in so sean what's going on with you oh you know as you pointed out in a text to me earlier today today was kind of my super bowl (laughs) (laughs) uh big day in the history of the country it was the first day today of the uh january 6th committee hearings so i was watching that 
uh, this afternoon and, uh, or I guess this evening and kind of, uh, you know, getting upset all over again. It was, uh, it was a little, uh, overwhelming, uh, because you kind of want to think, Oh, I already know everything there is to know about it. Uh, but you don't. And there was a lot of stuff that came out tonight that was, I mean, you know, it won't make any difference, right? We've all heard that a million times. No one cares. No one wants to know about it. Anybody who cares already knows and feels the way they feel and whatever. Um, but that was uh, just interesting. Interesting to see. Did you have like a favorite, in air quotes, horrible new piece of information that you learned? <laughs> Oh yeah, you know what I thought was great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or like notable, like it stuck out to you. It was notable. Uh, well, I guess th- th- there's a- there's all kinds of stuff that's happening that you know stuff. <laughs> I always know stuff, uh, <laughs> but like I haven't completely thought it through, and then stuff comes out, and you're like, oh, this has significance, like. For example, it has been a talking point all this time that Trump just had this rally and he wanted to talk to people and, you know. It was like a coincidence. He had nothing to do with it. One thing led to another. Mm -hmm. In the, and maybe we already knew this, but maybe I'm hearing it for the first time. I don't even know anymore. But in the testimony tonight... There was a group of individuals. Oh, I know what my favorite thing is. I just thought of it, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, There was a group of individuals who are very, um, what are, they're very proud of themselves and they're all boys. Proud boys. Yes. They're proud boys. Um, Which is such a funny thing to name yourself. Like, well, it isn't like it? it's based it on like a little doll who's turned in his homework. You it's know? based like, on the song from Aladdin, I think. I think that's where they got the name. A proud new boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know any of the songs from that. Uh, but uh, but anyway, I think they did take the name from a song in the musical Aladdin, and it's. It's ironic. I mean, that's the whole right. thing with this this meme culture, internet culture. It's ironic, right? But the Proud Boys show up to the Capitol because Trump is doing this speech. And they had, they had two witnesses who spoke at the hearing. One of them was a cop who got knocked unconscious immediately in, in the riots, a woman um at the very first breaching of those big uh i don't know what you call them the barricade fences um we've all seen the clip a million times i didn't i guess i didn't really realize that she'd been knocked unconscious but you can see it when you watch it in slow motion that she is just out as soon as she her head hits the steps and then she talked about how she got up and she got back into the whole thing and she was like slipping in people's blood i mean it was it was Horrific. But uh, the, the other witness was a documentary filmmaker who had been embedded with some of these boys who are so proud of themselves. And the and, Oath Keepers. And, yes. And he talked about how he went with this group of proud boys and he was confused. I forget exactly how he said it, but he was like, 
he was confused because they didn't go to Trump's rally. They went straight to the Capitol, mm-hmm. which is significant to me because it means they never had any intention of listening to Trump speak. They knew what the plan was. And the plan was we are going into the fucking building and we're taking over. Right. Um, and I think that is the important thing that's going to come out or maybe it's already out and nobody cares and we all know, and it's not going to help the Democrats in the midterms and the Republicans are going to sweep it. And then Trump's going to win again in 2024. All that stuff is a given, but <laughs> let's the, not give that. No, <laughs> the, 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 the idea that there was a plan to go right. in and do it wasn't this just violence. No, it wasn't like, who got, hey, like you know, we should away. go down there. Hey, yeah. Like they happen to have these zip further. ties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, Gary, go get your gallows out of the trunk. They're saying hang Mike Pence. Like, that's another thing. Who started that chant? That's not a random chant that you just chant. Right. You know, like, let's hang this guy. And then somebody has a gallows and a noose. That's a like, it's lucky they didn't start going guillotine Mike Pence. And then there's a gallows there and they're like, oh, this Uh, is a fuck up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Guillotine's hard, harder to chant, I guess. Guillotine Guillotine Mike Pence. Guillotine Mike Pence. Pence. I I think we could do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But my favorite, I guess my favorite new piece of information was they had a guy there who I think was a lawyer, but he was an investigative lawyer who had been talking to lots of people. And he testified on video the videos they produced were really well done and this guy uh was just talking about you know very matter of fact very dryly laying out this is what happened this is what and they would show him and then they would show clips of what he was talking about one of the things he talked about was uh there was a stack of these individuals and i think they were oath keepers not proud boys uh who went up the capitol steps we've all seen that footage of the military Mm -hmm. stack all the people in in camo garb with their hands on the shoulders of the people in front of them is that what a stack means yeah they're they're it's like a form it's like a military formation and they're all going up the steps together as a group and that they've shown a million times but he said that this there were two stacks. One group was doing this and the other stack headed into the Capitol to find Nancy Pelosi. Like they know that that was their objective was to find Nancy Pelosi. They did not succeed, obviously, but that was the intention. We are going to go in and we are going to find Nancy Pelosi. And that is so fucking chilling mm-hmm. that these people had the mission Of going in. And what's crazy, what's crazy about that, too, is that the whole right wing media frenzy is that this is all this all happened because it's Pelosi's fault. She's the one who was in charge of security that day. Right. So apparently she got her wires crossed. Because she's like, I want them to kill me. I think they should come in and get me. Come and get me. Come and get me. Well, and like the whole antifa of it all that like. stuff yeah yeah it's crazy i mean i did turn on uh that idiot the blonde idiot on fox boy that narrows it down huh uh no laura ingram was talking about uh who knows what the fuck she was saying and then i saw a clip 
I literally saw a clip of Sean Hannity right after the hearing wraps up and Hannity goes, you know, the only one who looks good here is President Trump. And uh, so that's where we are. That's yeah. where, we're a divided country. What are we going to do? We're divided. We have different opinions about things. You know, your opinion is different from my opinion is different from Steve's opinion is different from Bob's opinion and everybody's opinion is well, different. Bob, Bob's opinion is wrong. That's Bob. I I watched I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched it mm-hmm. once I got off work. And I agree with you. I, I felt like it was very effective. If anything, mm-hmm. like the clips, I was telling Karen right before this, the clips were like so well produced that I was like, I guess this is what took a year and a half. It's yeah. like the editing and the um, but also what struck me as funny. It, it isn't funny. Imagine if they all- had like in the middle of it, there was just one of those, you guys probably don't even remember this, but one of those sheep wipes. Do you remember that at all? That was like an old video effect where to go from like this footage to the next clip of footage, a bunch of sh- sheep shapes would fall <laughs> into the screen and it would just be, it would just be a, a new s- clip a of something wipe. else. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm riot. familiar with a star wipe. A page uh, gentleman- turn. The gentleman from the gentleman from Ohio uh, demands that we use a sheep wipe here. Um, um, and his what name I, just bounces across the screen. Right? <laughs> and there's a like a kitty meme for no reason, just to keep people's attention. Can we use like, the uh, Star Wars font at one point? <laughs> <laughs> it just says Ohio in really big yellow letters going up. <laughs> but um, at the end, I thought it was kind of funny. Because they were, they said like on the thirteenth, this is what we will talk about, mm-hmm. and it truly was like on the next episode of yeah. the hearings. <laughs> like it was. But crazy. I mean, that is where we are as a culture at this point. Uh, like, is everything has to be, has to be packaged yeah. the right way for everybody, not just right. for the idiots who are never going to no, believe yeah, it, me. but for yeah, for us too, <laughs> right? Yeah. Can't just go, you know what? Just start it and let it roll out. I need titles. But, I need captions. I need cut twos, cut back twos, all those things. Because they aired it like prime time mm-hmm. and on every major network. I feel like that's very notable. I don't, I hope it makes a difference. I don't know if it will, but I think they've got to add confessionals. Uh, Let's go. Let's let's watch the masked singer. Oh my God! This is this is a crazy mask. <laughs> Who is it? I bet it's Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> There's no mask. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, that was my that was my big day. Was uh, watching all that shit. All right. Um, I could go next. Checking in. Um, I actually got to leave the house this weekend. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Smudgy, Jeff and I went to Caltech in Pasadena just to sort of like walk around um, among. There's like technology. Yes. But there's also ponds and lily pads and turtles. And it's very peaceful. It's very serene. And Smudgy is terrified of lily pads and i think it's because he fell in echo park lake once 
but um, he won't go near it. Even walking over like a little bridge, he's like, let's go fast, let's go fast, let's go fast. Like, it's um, it's, it's like every funny. rope bridge in an adventure movie. <laughs> yeah. The next step cracks. Right. And it's like three feet of a bridge, just like over the tiniest. To be babbling. fair, at the Caltech uh, pond, they do. It's filled with alligators, correct? <laughs> Not that I saw. Yeah. They're under um, the lily pads. Right. But yeah, it was it was nice to get out of the house, and um, it's weird. It's weird out there. I feel like even on campus, you felt like I feel like like that's like a little closed community. I mean, I don't know Caltech campus, but like when I'm at my my school, I feel like ah, like everyone everyone here is of we're on a the mindset. same page. Yes. Right. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I didn't feel weird about others. I felt weird about me. Like I was this like ogre coming out of my cage. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ah. Um, just, you're just holding your hand re- against re- the sun. Yeah. Reacclimating to society. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Did you make eye contact with people? I did. I did. I had to apologize about Spongy barking at them quite a bit. <laughs> but they loved it and they thought he was cute. Yeah, he's so cute. I saw a thing the other day, huge, huge argument um, on probably Twitter or Facebook or some other social media source. Mm. And it was about people keeping their dog on leash when they are hiking a trail. Mm-hmm. It was on Twitter. And somebody said, well. somebody said, you know, just a public service announcement, please keep your dog on a leash when you're out hiking, because I don't know your dog and I don't know how friendly they are or whatever. And people get furious about that stuff. Fear. How dare you? Right. How dare you tell me to keep my dog on a leash? My dog is so friendly. My dog is so friendly. <laughs> if he's anything like you, I I could only imagine. (laughs) (laughs) He takes after me. He is the friendliest. (laughs) He is Uh, calm when he encounters different opinions than his own. Just like me. He never gets angry. (laughs) Never. Uh, But it was was crazy to me how how I was out hiking uh, and there was a dude who was uh, mountain biking with his dog on a leash oh um, wow that feels dangerous well and it turned out to be uh no, because sorry <laughs> it's spoiler uh, alert yeah, spoiler uh that's not a great idea because uh the the pe- people were coming on the path the opposite way there was a kid on a bike and the kids aren't good at controlling no, no good mobility. You're a child, and he and his dog are, are have like a um, what is this called? Like garatsu? You know, it's just like a a, a zip line a garot. across a garot like- across the entire path. So she's <laughs> riding towards, and the garot is also riding towards her. Um, and so she like had to dive into the woods and like clip the dog a little bit. Oh and my god. The dude was furious at the kid. At the kid? At the kid. Uh, and then uh, the, he should have been furious goes, at the garage. Uh, he was not. He loved mm. his garage. 
Um, but then uh, we happen to be walking in the same direction he was going. So he turns to Ben and I and he's like, did you see that? That kid hit my dog. And we were like, yeah, kids, because we were really scared of him. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know if he was going to come up behind you. Or- <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. We didn't stand up for the child. No. no. That's not a good feeling to walk through the rest of the hike with, you know? No. Yeah. Did Were you on? Well, I guess he's on a bike. We were on so our way back. Going, oh, okay. Did yeah. you guys talk about that later? Did you go like, you know, I'm not comfortable with how we left things with that guy with the garage. Oh, absolutely. We were like, uh, that was wrong of us, mm-hmm. and we would do it again. <laughs> Couple of cowards. <laughs> Don't rock the boat. I love it. I will agree with whoever is next to me. I'll just be like, uh-huh. I love it so much. Um, Karen, I'm going to ask you to mini check in, but first, I have a question for Sean. Mm. Did you go bird watching? I did not. Yeah. I did not make it. As you suspected, I was up till five in the morning, and yep. so... Getting up at six was out of the question. Um, And I've had the best of intentions several times since then, but for various reasons, I haven't been able to still have hopes. I think mid June is the cutoff. So I have like six days. days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's happening. There's supposed to be good birds now. There's good birds. Yeah. I don't know if you heard about this. There's good birds. But I'm sure even if you went off season, you'd see like you get some action. Yeah. 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 Uh, have you guys been Some to that guy. neighborhood in Duarte with peacocks? No. There's have you seen the Pasadena parrots? Oh, yes. But the, don't come up and try to attack you. I mean, if you want to see some good big birds. Where are they? Uh-oh. No. <laughs> this is awful. This is... I hope. I hope that's her internet and not just that she's having a spasm. No, I'm just being thoughtful. Okay. <laughs> Could you not so, rush me when I'm having sorry, a thought? Sorry. My bad. You're gonna you're formulating those beautiful sentences of all time. Now go for yes. it. Uh where are the birds? Duarte. Peacocks. They're big. They're everywhere. And they're just roaming? They're yeah, they're they're roaming. They're they're dinos- they're beautiful dinosaurs and they'll come right up to you and um and scare the shit out of you. They're huge. I'll have to check it out one of these days after I go bird watching. I'll go peacock (laughs) watching. But what birds are you trying to see? Finch, Cardinal, Blue Jay, Hawk. No, I don't think you can. I don't think you can go. Hawk. I don't think you can go bird watching. In my neighborhood today. Oh, really? So, were you, you know, were you trying to see a hawk? No, it was. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Wire. That's oh. what I was going to say is you can't go out going. This hawk. is the bird I want to see. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't. Hawk, do hawk, that. Hawk, hawk. I think the nature of bird watching is you go and you allow the experience to happen around you as opposed to this is my intention. They come to you. Right. And so whatever I mean, you people- see is what you see. Like like collecting stamps, I think people have bird books that they keep and they, they want to see certain birds. They like check it off and then they are finished. Oh, I think this is what we were talking about last time, Amber, but there's a thing called a life list, which is where you write down every bird you ever see. And so certainly you can have hopes of like, 
I've never seen a red bellied sap sucking douchebag or whatever. <laughs> Sean. Sorry, I just couldn't I couldn't come up with the third part of the bird's name. <laughs> um but you can hope for it, but it's it's never it's like whatever you see is what you see. It's what you know, what you see is what you when you get what you're getting, you see mm-hmm. what you you well, know. Okay. Yeah. Uh so anyway, no, I have not been bird watching. Thank you for putting me on the spot like that. Uh I failed. I failed. <laughs> that is I'm, not I'm I am sorry a failure that I took an as a bird watcher. In your life. I'm a failure as a bird calling watcher. You out. Yes, yes. Anyway, Karen, what's going on with you? Uh, I saw Stomp last night. What? That Ooh. is still going on? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, <laughs> it started in 1991, and they haven't stopped banging those trash can lids since. Um, where was it? The Pantages. Nice. But I get uh, free tickets through my school, and I was like, "This is not something that I would I would buy a ticket to." Yeah. Um. You know, it. I, I get it. Brooms make noise. Um, but, you know, it's free. It's happening. I'll go sit there. Um, and I, I think my original uh, thought was probably right. <laughs> <laughs> you know how sometimes you, like, open yourself up to a new experience and you're like, yes. I need like, to be I'm open-minded. So, yeah. Ah. And this was like, yeah, I kind of. No, I was right. It was going to be this. <laughs> I think in 91, it was like, you know what? It's Nobody. Why? Yeah, like we, ne- there's no way you could synchronize broom sounds and trash can sounds. No, no. <laughs> never been done. Those are ordinary objects. And I like most of the show was like th- there was like many different like pieces or songs, um, and each part started with them doing a mundane activity. Of course, but it's like, and, hey, that sounds like something. And then looking at each other <laughs> and. Go- wait a minute did that sound like music and then the other person kind of getting involved and then they're both doing and like this is seven songs in and they're like and you're like wait a minute stop being surprised and then there's a running joke through the whole thing where you know they're all like boom 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 like oh this is great and then one guy would come on and he's dancing a little too hard and then he starts and yeah, and, but his instrument is smaller than everybody else's uh, and makes a higher pitched noise. So they're like, boom, boom, boom. And he's like, boom, boom, boom. and they're like, huh? you're a lesser man. And, and that happened every song. That <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it was the joke. <laughs> just picturing the guys who wrote that, people who wrote that musical just going like, I've hit another wall, Bob. I don't know where to go from here. What if yeah. somebody comes in with a smaller broom? I mean, we've we've done that. Let's do it again. Well, I am at an impasse. Let's do it. Breakthrough upon breakthrough upon breakthrough. I mean, the the audience was digging it. I <laughs> I was just like, uh, and I do say boys, but there was there's two female performers. Um but I feel like that they were like diversity band-aids instead of, sure. uh, instead of, you know, getting the women's, you know, voice and <laughs> on perspective <stomping>. on, <laughs> on making noises with ordinary objects. Like there could have been other ordinary objects, uh, you know, 
a hair dryer. What were, g- give us some <laughs> examples of what the, what the objects were. You like know, women's things. Bro- brooms. Like, I mean, I would say brooms. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I would say brooms could be male or female. Yes. I would say they're almost more female. Yeah, I would agree. They're they're associated with witches and push brooms. Oh, which is more of a janitorial thing. Yes, mm. I'm not saying that it was it was a very uh, like male object heavy show, but I'm saying that. Uh, we didn't we didn't have anything that was just for the ladies. There was a crazy number where one guy came out and slapped his dick on the floor. And then they were like, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that was the whole show. <laughs> and the poor guy who had to come out with a little dick at the end of the number to get to the next part of the song. <laughs> bink, bink. I saw that show in high school because. There was a boy that I liked that I think liked me and he was a drummer and I was in mm-hmm. theater and it felt like the wow, perfect marriage of worlds really colliding. And we both went and we were like, not a very successful version of Ivan, like, or it's successful, but it's he didn't like, like as a drummer. I, I think he liked it fine, but like, he likes like drums, songs. not brooms. <laughs> Songs? <laughs> yeah, this is this is an odd thing where it's not it's not music and it's not quite dance. It's just almost a lot of different things. Right, right. Um, what it is is very creative. Was was there an intermission? No, oh. they blasted right through. But it was an hour and forty five minutes. Wow, 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 wow. But the theater was very clean by the end. They had swept the shit out of it. And loud. And the garbage all had lids on it. Mm-hmm. All the garbage just had lids. Mm-hmm. They had clean sinks, you know. They, they oh, had yeah. Done Did they lids. set it? Like you said, they set it up every time as just like mundane activity. So at the start yeah. of each, it was just like, oh, we're trying to read clothes. the newspaper oh gotcha we're uh, we're there was one where there it started with a guy who was looking through a garbage bag <laughs> <laughs> and and the two women this is where i was just like i'm not sure if these were supposed to be female characters but the two women came up <laughs> looked at him yeah. and went yeah and sat down with him and also started pulling things out of the garbage bag and i was like is this the female voice <laughs> Well, it was also weird every time they read the newspaper with a broom. Like, why are you Mm -hmm. in the room to read the newspaper? It doesn't make sense. (laughs) It seems like you're forcing the broom in there. Right, right. (laughs) Sweeping up them headlines. Mm -hmm. All right. I feel like this is a good place to take a break. Whoa. So we'll do that. Holy shit. And when we come back, we'll have something really special to talk about. Something that people have been clamoring for. Clamoring. So let's do that. All right. Clamoring! All right, and we're back. This we're back. Long show. 
This is a long shot podcast. And um, we teased doing this. We, we, for a short time became a La Brea recap <laughs> podcast. And we thought about branding ourselves for a bit of a time there. <laughs> Instead of just being America's favorite audio diary, we were going to become a strictly La Brea all the time podcast. And um, didn't last. Didn't last. And I know some people at least have wanted us to get to the finale and talk about it. Well, not only have some people wanted us to, but even a few weeks ago when the horrific shooting happened in Uvalde, Texas, and Amber was COVID ridden and I was by myself and I just did a really depressing, like three minute (laughs) version of the show where I was like, I don't want to talk about anything today. And somebody emailed us and was like, you guys should just talk about, the last episode of La Brea. Just, <laughs> I was a 14 year old boy. <laughs> just to, you know, just to give us like something that wasn't horrible. Something to latch on to. Yeah, yeah. And we're taking them up on it. That's what we're yeah. going to do. Yeah. And um, I know that I've watched a couple episodes of La Brea. In fact, mo- I, all of the episodes of La Brea with Karen. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like watch parties together? Watch parties mm-hmm. together. Oh man, I'm so jealous. Jealous. And it's why I'm I feel so like I watch stoked. so many weird shows and nobody I know watches any of them. So, you know, I don't have I don't do I don't I'm not a watch party person. Yeah. You I don't know what to tell you. What you does gotta, the party entail? Is there like a is there like a La Brea bingo? Do you have special hors d'oeuvres for La Brea? Is there a drink that you all do you have to do shots at a certain point? I mean, what yes, are the yes, yes, all one hundred percent? What are all so the rules? Are you sure you haven't been to our watch party? <laughs> <laughs> no, Karen made us before we we watched like the first episode together, or maybe the first two. Well, I had watched the first episode before. Okay. Remember, because that's when I thought I was watching a sitcom. <laughs> Because I was I was taking the pilot class and I and my boyfriend was like uh like I was watching a bunch of p- comedy pilots to figure out how to do it and my boyfriend was like you want to watch a pilot and I was like great and we turn it on and it's like Imagine Dragons like it's a beautiful day in California and it's like sunny California and these three people are in a car like a mom and her two like kids traffic like, oh boy ever <laughs> since I hurt my leg mom. <laughs> Well, I'm always late. I'm the late one. Well, you're my mother and she's my sister. So here I am. I'm flirting out of the car. And then the ground fell away. Mass death and destruction as buildings that I knew collapsed into a hole. And I was like, what am I watching? Love that. I wish. Where's the laugh track? Uh, massive tone shift and then and the tone has shifted steadily throughout it's just i feel like uh, the tone is the same it feels like the genre might be changing (laughs) (laughs) same tone different genre (laughs) well well, let's come back to the tone thing but what you still haven't told me the details of all the things that happen at these watch parties uh, well, so then we we regrouped to continue watching it, right, uh-huh. at my house. Mm-hmm. And before we started, Karen made us make bets about what 
we thought was going to happen in that episode. Okay. And we wrote it down. I might still even have that paper somewhere. Some of these were brilliant ideas and it would, would make have a better benefited show. the show. Mm-hmm. One of mine was that there's a prom episode. Let him miss prom down here. Um, you know, fr- small things to big things. Like uh, I thought the Peterson Auto Museum fell in with them. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, they're going to fix Classic up an old car. Yeah. car, you know, like the Flintstones car or whatever. And they're going to pull it out and or the Orville uh, Wright's car. And they're going to have to be tootling around in that because, you know, they they used to run on corn oil and they can right. make that. But then that's, they just. That's Orville Redenbacher's car. <laughs> oh, yes. They ran on <laughs> corn pop. Uh, but then they just drove a normal car. Right. Like that didn't work. And then it did. And then they could drive to Santa Monica in it. Um, yeah. But also just little things like I, I thought that there would, uh, would be, um, blazer changes for mm-hmm. Eve and that her hair would remain, uh, miraculously curled. You know, you were stuff right like that. on all accounts. Mm-hmm. Her hair stayed perfect. Like, my hair doesn't look that good an hour after I do it. And she went into prehistoric times. For how, like, what was the time period even that we were talking about? 10,000 BC. They say no, that no, like no, a no. million <laughs> times. I know, I know when. Follow along, like, 10,000 BC, 1988, carbon dating. 2022. But how long were they? Did the series 10,000 <laughs> BC. Was it a week? Was it a month? It was 10,000 years. Okay. All right. Uh, until I think Christ it happened. I, I mean, I think it happened. The whole it was like ten episodes. I think. I think that mm-hmm. all happened over the course of like three days, basically. Like there was never a time where they were like, "Well, it's been two weeks since." And they would Dave set off into that. the woods. You know, yeah, they would. Oh, absolutely. But they, <laughs> they do go on like fourteen mile right. excursions, you and do they, that in a day. They're always saying we've been walking for hours, so. <laughs> If you add up all of those hours, I think you probably have about like 10,000 BC. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> um, but then a lot of my bets were very, I had a hard time because every time we watched the show, I would be pretty high. So I was like, I don't know. I don't remember what the character <laughs> who, who is this person? Well, that was one of the, that was one of the problems I had. Cause I watched the finale today. Mm-hmm. And I have not seen the show in so long. And I was just like, they sort of remember a little bit. But I mean, there was another show that, oh, Stranger Things. I think I talked about this last week. I watched Stranger Things. Is it Stranger Things or Stranger Things? Whatever it is. Stranger Things. (laughs) I I watched the fourth season and I was like, it's been a while and I don't totally remember everything that happened last season, but they did do a decent job of, like they had like a recap thing, you know? I was, I also, cause I had forgotten the, the last episode. So I rewatched it today and had to write this down because the recap starts with Isaiah is Gavin. There's a portal on the top <laughs> of Mount Topanga that leads to 1988. If uh, Ivan doesn't make it, your children will die. And I was like, what am I like? I I knew none of yeah. these names. I remembered none of these things except for Topanga. And I was like, 
Oh, this is the recap. Well, right. here is my experience before we dive hardcore into the actual recap of this episode is I re- we talked about doing this recap episode a while ago. So I rewatched the finale and took notes and I'm looking through my journal. It was in March. <laughs> and so I today was going to maybe try to rewatch it, but I was very busy. And March I March also- of 1988, by the way, <laughs> 10,000 years ago. Um. <laughs> I was kind of busy and I also was like, I don't, there's so much in this world, in this life. I don't know if I can in good conscience watch this finale for the third time. I don't think you should. I don't think you should have if you did, because I didn't. It I is. Didn't. So I have my notes from March. Mm-hmm. I'm going to depend on both of you who had recently watched it. And I mean, I, I watched it like Five hours ago, so I barely remember it. I think between, like, I think my notes will be funny because <laughs> I won't know what they fully mean, and we could parse them out together. Anyway, I think between the three of us, we could have a great Woolly mammoth threesome. <laughs> what does well, that? I, I just <laughs> I wrote the worst notes. It just says to like the first note is just to panga. <laughs> That's all you need. That is the, the second one is 1988. <laughs> I don't can know I, how can well. I can I tell you something about that, which is I have to watch a lot of TV shows for the classes that I teach. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens every time. Cause I'm like, I have the same class watching the same episodes, but at different times. So I'm like, I only have to watch it once and then I'll take uh, notes. And then the notes are just gibberish. gibberish. They're nothing. <laughs> they're just a word yeah man on screen you know (laughs) that's not helping me it's Uh, tough it's like it's tough to make notes on a show while you're watching it too because that's the other thing like i'm not like writing an essay about you're not summarizing what just happened yeah you're just going topanga (laughs) topanga Topanga, <laughs> this face. Well, just to be clear, the episode starts and they're trying to get to Topanga, Topanga, so they can get into the light for some reason. Right. Urgently trying to get to Topanga because there's but, a time portal that's going to open up there to 1988. That to they 1988. know for sure. Everyone knows everything for fucking sure. Right. And how? I don't remember. That's one of the <laughs> because- problems. Because Gavin is Isaiah and his flashes are memories. The truth. Yeah. Now, here's here's my question about all these characters mm-hmm. is we're in this time travel thing, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody is somebody else and they're all like somebody is this guy is well, this guy's other thing. Hoping, is by the end, there's only like two actual characters and it's mm-hmm. all just different time. The, the, there's a show called version. there's a show called Dark yes. on uh, Netflix, which the does German. an amazing job with that. Yeah. But this show, it's kind of like, because what I decided during this episode, maybe you guys already knew this. I did not. I was not aware of this. During this episode, I was like, oh, the little kid is the grandfather. They're the same person. Like the kid, he he keeps calling him grandpa, I love you and all that shit. (laughs) I'm like, those two, it doesn't make any sense for them to be the same person. Right. But they have the same exact haircut. (laughs) 
And in 10,000 years, you can't change your haircut. That's like, why would they have the exact same haircut if they're not the same well, person? Also the little, I think it wait. will turn out that way. It hasn't yet yeah. because Isaiah is Gavin, the, the little right. the little. Which boy would mean that the old man is Gavin, too. But, also why Gavin, would he but in the future them? to the past, mm-hmm. because it turns out this was all a mistake and he's trying to undo it. Something bad happened ultimately. (laughs) (laughs) I also wrote that. Wait, real quick on dark. Like you had mentioned, you had mentioned dark, and dark is such a great. Like they they have this core thesis in dark of you're fucked if you do, you're fucked if you don't. That time is what it is. Whatever happened, happened. Whatever will happen, will happen. Like it, there is no changing. Oh yeah, this is the opposite. Where it's and, like, we have to do this. to, And yeah, this this one has no opinion on time at all, except that it uh, it happened. Like in this well, version of time. Except if Isaiah doesn't make it back. Like, right. This is what I was Things, thinking of is yeah. like, is the Back to the Future thing where Michael J. Fox is disappearing from the picture. Yeah, they but do instead that of in that, the it's show. the two yeah. kids going, ow, ow, I'm dying. <laughs> <My> elbow. <laughs> They're getting cramps. <laughs> They were both dying because Isaiah might not make it through the time portal. So instead of the photo disappearing, it was just them being in more and more pain over the course of the episode. Like, oh, but I'm so how, sick. I'm, I'm mad that their opinion of time is that it is like folded on itself. Like there are there are many uh, like it's, you know, like time is a is a plane. And then it's like been folded with a hole that's poked through 2021 to 10,000 BC. And then there's another fold that goes to 1988. Mm-hmm. Um because like all of these things are happening at the same time, except when it's convenient for the plot for them not to happen at the same time. Right. In which case, like when she wrote the letter in the bottle earlier in the episode in, in the season, um, she wrote like the portal closed tonight or like it's closing. And then he's reading it. He discovers the bottle before she in this timeline buries it. Right. So at this point, he's seeing into the future of that time. So they're not they're not quite aligned. It's not- it's not an elegant show. This is right now. I'm picturing Karen in the writer's room of this show <laughs> saying all this. And the people in charge are like, Jesus. Fucking Christ. <laughs> it's Can we dinosaurs? A, it's a fucking network <laughs> show. Who cares? I mean, what if you want? That's the oh, other I thing. Know. It's like they introduced all of these. Like, why? Why 10,000 B.C.? Well, and it was so specifically so 10,000 BC. Not, Everybody kept saying it over yes. and over again. It's like they really wanted woolly mammoths. They wanted giant sloths. And then and they wanted to not ever deal with them again. Oh, like but they, that's that's what, no, 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 that is what it that is what it was. I just remembered this because we talked about this long ago. It was because of the it was because of the camels they found in the La Brea tar pits. Right, that's when they died. That the one guy could go, Addie, what you don't understand is that these camels are 10,000 BC, but these wolves are side with the toys. So they could they could spend a little money on shitty digital effects, right? But also have real animals at the same time, like right. cows that turn. <laughs> Turn out to have serial serial numbers, numbers. <laughs> but but why like wh- why do they want to go to ten thousand BC? Because wh- like episode one is like 
Okay. Oh, shit. We're in the past. We're going to have to deal with this megafauna. We might encounter, right. um, like, homo sapiens. We have like might have culture clashes with, like, people that live at this time. And then it... And none of, of that, that occurs. Yep. In fact, every single person that they meet down there, they're like, I'm from East English. <laughs> well, like, except, except somehow in this episode, in this episode, I don't know how this happened, but grandpa all of a sudden has a bunch of thugs hanging out with him. Mm -hmm. Like there's all these dudes that are just like, they're dressed like the guy who stormed the Capitol with the horns on his head. <laughs> And they're all holding spears and bows and arrows, which, again, if I was if I had more time on my hands, I would point out the technical inaccuracies of the development of bows and arrows in 10,000 B.C. versus whatever. But then you would have to say, like, oh, grandpa introduced that because grandpa is Gavin and Gavin is Isaiah. Isaiah is Gavin. Right. Gavin is grandpa. So uh, well, then also, why doesn't the La Brea Tarpet have like human bones and fucking cars and shit if yeah if the present day keeps sinking into it right. i mean that would that's such an interesting perspective that okay you send these people back in time how does that fuck with the entire timeline of like the right. evolution of man and like the development of capitalism uh, nah you're talking that about the butterfly blunt. effect, like you know. No, one nothing. Yeah, it thing. only it only affects people very ah! personally. Oh, <laughs> yeah. My tum tum. Well, okay. So this is a note that I wrote, mm. and I stand by it. I'm just I'll just read it word for word, and then we okay. can discuss. So many people die, but they're all so invested in ensuring that main character wavy hair ladies kids survive mm. like and i get that like he is gavin and gavin is like whatever but like people are sacrificing themselves so that those two kids can live right because they just the want their lives to have meetings like i guess i don't know i I will say those were the two moments that I laughed out loud during the entire episode. The first was when, cause it's the cop mother and the drug addict son. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And a drug she, dealer. he doesn't do uh, whatever. Don't get high same thing. Supply. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you get involved with that shit. It's a, it's a gateway, you know, <laughs> dealing is a gateway to using. Sure. <laughs> um, you tell him. So he, <laughs> I forget exactly how it happened, but whatever. There's a guy coming at him with a with a spear or something, and she shoots the guy, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't stop him. He keeps coming. He comes at her. Eventually, uh, my old pal from the gym shoots him. Uh, you know, shows up just in time. The guy who's who's fucking Gavin's wife behind Gavin's, Gavin's best friend who, who who's fucking his wife behind his back. Sure. Which the kid found out about and is very upset and way you know. more upset about that than being yeah. in 10,000 BC. Right. right. Uh, so she, so he kills that guy, but it's too late. She's been stabbed. Right. She's been stabbed. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Let's go. We got to go. We got to save these kids. That's what this whole show is about is saving these kids by getting, who, but that's uh, what I'm saying. Why does that Isaiah character to the care about saving those kids so much? But then somehow they become split up and it's just the mother and the son walking. And he turns around. And he's like, are you OK? 
And she goes, I'm fine. I'm just a little dizzy. And then he turns back around and she immediately flails backward and faints <laughs> dead out. And I, I belly laughed so loud. <laughs> like it was such a crazy out of nowhere thing because up till then she was totally fine. Then she falls down. So then he's like, I got to carry. So he's trying to carry her to the light, which they don't even have anybody else with them at this point. So I don't know why it's important for them to get there. They're not planning to leave in the light or maybe they right. are. Maybe that's what it was. They were trying to go back to wherever the fuck to, the, yeah, they wanted to deal drugs in 1988 when it was, you know, hot commodity. <laughs> right. Uh, the start of the crack epidemic. He could have uh-huh. made it. He could have made a fortune. Butterfly effect. <laughs> but, so then, that was the other. So anyway, then she's like, "I can't go anymore." And she's like, "Lying, don't you go without me?" And just so you know, I love you. And then she just goes. Hmm. <laughs> A single tear rolls out her eyes. She closes her eyes and she's dead. It was so, it was so, it was just a hilarious death scene. Like, but I, by by a character that we don't even like, that's one of the problems is there's no character development. So why do we care about any of these people? Right. You know? But Um, her, her death speech was such a perfect mom death speech. Yeah. It was honey, get a better job. (laughs) (laughs) That's what my mom will say on her deathbed. I'm proud <laughs> of you. I love you. Do better. Hmm. <laughs> Is that what you're wearing? <laughs> <laughs> you got a little schmutz in your eye. <laughs> uh, here, here's another. Here's another weird that. There's just things that I didn't totally understand, and I feel like it oh, might probably no, would have. I think it all made complete sense, so that's on you. <laughs> it probably would have made more sense if I had watched all the episodes leading up to this recently, but I haven't seen them in six months or whatever. But they all go to like they get the entire city of Seattle evacuated because there's uh-huh. a sinkhole is going to open up. And they're like, we got to get everybody out of here. And I was like, I can speak from experience. Populations don't comply that well. (laughs) But also, also what's so funny is the, 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 the way it's written is hilarious because the guy goes, she goes, how are we going to get everybody evacuated from Seattle? And the guy goes, whatever Gavin goes, I don't know that we can but I think I know someone who might commercial like cliffhanger. Oh shit. What's going to happen next? You know, who's he know? And it's the enemy guy who's been trying to thwart him at every turn who then he says, you know, you got to evacuate all. So then we come back to the scene between the two of them and the guy, just because we're not quite making the connection necessarily. They come back and the guy goes, wait a minute. You're telling me you want me to evacuate the entire population of Seattle because a sinkhole is coming there? Like, recap, recap, recap everything that happened right before the commercial. And the best part is he goes, I'm putting my whole career on the line if I do this. Like, (laughs) what? You know, if you evacuate a city and And nothing happens, devastating loss of life, you're fired and you're never getting another job. Because that goes on your permanent resume. You have to write then on your resume under special skills. 
capable of evacuating everybody in non-emergency situations with no problems, you know? So it says here uh, you had a false evacuation. Can you... Can you speak you more to, to that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to say more about it, except that I got everybody out of town and then uh, everything was fine. So it seems like it worked out. <laughs> how do you think that would affect your job here at Kinko's? <laughs> well, I'll tell you this much. We need to start getting everybody out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no one came in today, so. <laughs> well, then it's I Kinko's. did my job and I didn't even have it yet. Uh, uh so, so, but, oh, this is what I was going to say is, so they go to Seattle, they get rid of everybody from town, which you can tell because you see a shot of like four people walking and then a fire truck. So, you know, that everybody's been, everybody's been evacuated. It's a pretty I mean, that big is, city, but that yeah, is, that is very uh, expeditious filmmaking is like, we got to get everybody out of here. Fire truck, four people walking. Okay, they're gone. Everybody's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that's classic La Brea. Like, how are we going to get to Santa Monica? It's not that like we way. can just drive on the 10. Okay, <laughs> we're here in Santa Monica. Right. <laughs> but then there's a problem because the map starts disappearing. This is where the Michael J. Back Fox photograph future. comes yeah. in. That they're like, well, what's going on with the map? The map is disappearing. Yeah, 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 right. She falls. She falls against the car. Um, she, she. My manicure is disappearing. But like the way you're saying that is way more emotionally invested I than know, she was. I know. She is like a block of wood with a mouth, mm-hmm. you know. But she does want to fuck her dad. <laughs> that is the one emotion she. And has. She never. She never says anything without starting it with daddy. Daddy, Daddy, don't yeah. tell me it's gonna be okay. You can't say that. You don't know, right? Um, but so she falls against the car. They're in the wrong place. They flip the map over, and somehow the other side of the map says that they got to go to the camping area. <laughs> like that's where the sinkhole is going to be. Just, like we just looked at the wrong side of the map. It says. Yeah, yeah. Go to the camping area. So then they're going and they have to evacuate the camping area. And there's people kayaking and they're like, get out of the water. There were more extras in that scene than any other part of Seattle. (laughs) Yeah, way more people in the woods than there were in the city of Seattle. (laughs) So and then I feel like the sinkhole at this point is like the stomp sinkhole. You know, it's like the little one. There they go. Yes, yes. But also, why did they have to be at the sinkhole? Because the sinkhole opens up, and then they're just like, okay, there it is. There's the sinkhole. And I know ultimately they decide, they all decide that they got to jump in. But why were they even there in the first place? That's the part I didn't understand. Like, once they're there and they go, you know what? I left somebody in 1988. I left somebody in 1972. I left somebody in 10,000 B.C., I'm jumping in. You're not jumping in without me. I'm going with you, Daddy. Daddy, I'm going with you. You can't tell me it's going to be okay. (laughs) Don't, Daddy. And then they all jump into the sinkhole. But there was no reason for them to be there in the first place. Nothing came out of the sinkhole, and they didn't go in. It just opened. So why were they there? Because the map. Yeah, I mean, they were. I don't want to get stuck on it. I'm just saying. Evacuating, but they didn't need to be there to evacuate. They're just like wandering around the evacuation site, like 
Oh, yeah, we also agree you should evacuate. So they were just <laughs> saving the city of Seattle and then saving the people in the campsite. Right. I Yeah, I think I started as a rescue mission. Okay. that I'm going to have to let that fly because it well, doesn't totally make sense, but that's the best we can do. And I don't fully remember, and we might not even have this answer until season mm-hmm. two, but do they land in Seattle or do they land in like- They land on a beach. Los Angeles. They so that could be Seattle. Yeah, but not the campsite. I mean, it, it, when they fell through La Brea, they fell like down into <laughs> the, the Hollywood Hills. Exact, yeah. Oh, because you had mentioned fire truck, Sean. Uh, I watched the first episode again to like mm-hmm. get the bookends of the season. Smart. And I saw the ambulance the Hollywood that went fire in, department. Yeah. But the ambulance that went in is not the ambulance that they found. The ambulance that they that went in was just a good old classic red ambulance with no um, hills drawn on the back. Well, that's what happens oh when you shoot the pilot God. and then you're shooting the full series. It got is, green lit there's a, too there's early. A continuity mm-hmm. error, you know, like uh, did somebody ever go back and check that ambulance to make sure? It's, I'm sure it's no fine. It's fine. Yeah. People know. The ambulances just have pictures of the locations that they're from on them. <laughs> what are we catering to the long shot and podcast? Los Angeles famously has two hills that are notable yes. by being. Sure. But I think it said, I think if I remember correctly, it said Hollywood Fire Department. on. Yes, it, which is it? not a yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when they fell through the La Brea sinkhole, they went into directly down directly yeah. through time and, and not temporal movement correct in this no, one temporal a, not oh yes temporal not geographical yes so this mm. one they probably they went back through time because there's a woolly mammoth that was just slunking around that beach god but, they spent more money on that 15 seconds of woolly mammoth than they spent on the rest of the season combined i think good. that was amazing <laughs> it's good woolly mammoth mm. um yeah, but but they they moved some amount, even right. if it's Seattle. I wonder if there was anybody on that show who felt like they should have been getting paid more, and then they found out how much money they spent on the woolly mammoth, and they were like, "What the? F- Couldn't it have just been a fucking cow like in the other <laughs> shots we did with a cereal?" <laughs> and I could have gotten because my first writing job in television. I'm sure I've talked about this before. My first writing job in television uh, on my first day of work, I was teamed up with another writer I had never met before. And we were suddenly a writing team, which meant that we were splitting our salary for the entire season. So that was a way for the production to save money. It's, it's against union rules. And I don't know if they, I don't know if anybody still does it, but at that time people used to do it all the time just because it was a way to hire two writers for the price of one. Like, hey, you're sharing an office with your new writing partner. And I, of course, was like. Sure, a job. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And it was more money than I'd ever made in my life, uh, even up till now, half the salary. But uh, that during the season, we wrote in an arc that involved a robot. So there was a live action robot that one of the characters won in a poker game and the robot ended up being in three episodes. And in my memory, the robot, the amount that we paid for the robot for those three episodes was like $50,000 just to be there for three episodes, which was 
probably two thirds of my salary for the entire season. And it was just so funny. I mean, I was not, I don't think I was like storming around going, what the fuck? But we just thought it was hilarious that they were perfectly willing to blow this huge amount of money on this fucking robot that really was sort of inconsequential. Like we didn't need the fucking <laughs> it robot. Almost as a joke. Yeah. And You're like, uh, I could have written a cat. Right. You know? <laughs> and and so I'm I'm I just I'm I'm sure there's some element of this show where it's like, you know, we could have had nice craft services, but instead we got the woolly mammoth, you right. know. Um, no, I bet they had good crafty back there. Well, it's a network these writers show, ate. So they do have a <laughs> they do have a good they do have a good budget for that. So, um, I have another quote that I yeah yeah I don't know which character said it. I don't know in what scene, um, but I'm hoping you guys could help fill it in for me. And I think anyway. I watch a lot of sci-fi and there's no. always a character like you. This is you're Stoner not even, Scott. You're not speaking. even saying it right. The way he yeah. says it is mm-hmm. I watch a lot of sci-fi <laughs> and there's always a character like you and they're always evil. That's how he says it. Uh yes, this is right b- before uh Dr. Rebecca Aldridge. Uh, says he won't uh, sh- she's not going to tell him where but she's going to take Scott somewhere she's got to show him something him specifically mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, takes him to a field uh, where we see a what is it a rocket I couldn't even I couldn't even tell what it was no, it's, it's an was, office it's like building condo. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah with all I mean I guess land prices are really expensive back in 10,000 <laughs> BC they had to build up but <laughs> They they brought construction cranes and uh, and they built their their science building. Back so there's then. there's clearly some kind of laboratory in that there's place. There's like a right? civilization because she said she goes. This is what you need to see, and then they see it, and then didn't she say something like, "And this is not all. There's more you need to see." It's like just and show then we me didn't, all we didn't, right. We now. didn't see any of it, anything else because season two we'll see what else mm-hmm. there is well and all, all the time portals they have inside the time portal right i feel like i'm remembering this right but you mm-hmm. all correct me but the gavin little kid Isaiah. guy mm-hmm. um was like it's my fault for the sinkholes but yes. then also that lady who showed the condos was like it's my fault and they, they both were science partners they're trying they to were science partners, yes. Ways. You're saying they were lab partners? <laughs> yeah, they got assigned in, in lab. You're <laughs> like, oh, you nice. stinky. Oh, you great. wear too many furs. I this fucking Our idiot. science project got out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was I told you we should have done the volcano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, so she, she feels guilty about it and is going back to try to rectify and or build condos whereas he's gone like full fur to the wind and decided to live down there it is weird i'm thinking now about my idea about the two of them having the same haircut but why then does gavin have a different haircut like if you're going to do that is the kid and gavin look nothing no he's a little they like went out of their way to make them nosed 
yeah. blonde boy. I wonder if it turns out that he's not Gavin. Kid has no Gavin. beard. Gavin has mm-hmm. a beard. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like a very sharp featured, like dark haired. I mean, yeah. When I think when I look back at pictures Swarthy. of me when I was seven, I unfortunately look exactly the same, you know? <laughs> like this is the face. Um, my, uh, my question for the group is, okay, mm-hmm. um, is Josh a feminist icon? He First is. First of all, who's Josh? Yeah. Which Josh. <laughs> yes, he is. He's, he's the son. He's oh. the one who's in so much pain because he's disappearing like Michael J. Yes. Fox. He, he is the constant damsel in distress. He he's, is, he, he was in 10,000 BC. Oh, yes. He was the first one that fell down the sinkhole of the people that we care about, you know, besides the crossing guard. Um, and so that's why mom fell in she after. She jumped she's, in after him. The daughter yes. failed because she's a fucking loser. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's why. I get no, it. Mom, yeah, mom was I like, let, let go, let go, let go. And she's like, no. Uh. Right, right, right. Um, but so is Josh a feminist icon? immediately gets attacked by a wolf he's the he's the he's taking the place of the hot girl that needs to be saved all the he time has to keep being saved he's he's yes. the damsel he's he but he's straight white able-bodied boy in a uh-huh. family of women and uh Disabled. and differently yeah. abled per- persons but he's the one who's like mama please yeah. i guess i guess that's a feminist icon yeah <laughs> <laughs> or he's a baby who needs mothering. Well, yeah. And there was weird scenes. Didn't he have to like confront the little boy who actually was his dad? No, they just go walking through a cave together. And he's like, he's like, when you grow up, you're going to be pretty cool. <laughs> Gross. We're going to kiss that lady and make a me. Yes. Yes. And that was also, I mean, that's another funny whole sequence of like, there is a shortcut, but it's filled with traps, but it's through the caves. You have to go through. And then it's just basically a ladder that doesn't hold. Like that's the trap. Yeah. It, you you might, there are it's locals pretty. that live here and they are very protective. Yes. We won't see them. <laughs> They're protective but, uh, of their privacy. I, but yeah. I mentioned them. Mm-hmm. No, we don't meet them. And it's so funny that they get to the, the ladder that goes straight up the mountain into pa- Topanga. It's the only <laughs> obstacle. There's just it's one a, ladder. It's like a 14-foot ladder that they have to climb. It looked like a rope ladder and stone cave from like, like a Nickelodeon show in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, it's like the aggro crag. Like I was waiting for them to get hit with... <laughs> Slime. Slime, yeah. But then at the bottom of the ladder is their old nemesis, no. tar pits. Yes. <laughs> it's like there is not a tar pit inside the mountain of La Brea or of, of, <laughs> of Benga. There just isn't. But they had to put it there to like make it connect to the title. Yeah. What if I fall in this tar? I'm done for. Well, and so then she makes it almost all the way up before the ladder falls apart. But luckily, he, she, he 
I never know when people, when the ladder is about to collapse mm-hmm. and somebody's like, grab my hand, grab my hand. I never know. Are they going to be able to grab that person's hand or not? Like, are mm-hmm. we just going to see this person die on a collapsing ladder or are they going to grab their hand? What? a moment it would have been, what symmetry it would have been if the son was holding her hand and she was dangling into the pit oh, and she was wow. like, let go. And he was like, I'm not doing that, mom. Mm-hmm. Like that she had wow. to learn. What do I look like? Wow. My loser fucking sister? Wow. <laughs> well, and they didn't fall into that tar pit, right? No, no one even got, you know, a fleck of tar on them. Because I kind of wanted them to and then go to, like, a different, different time. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, we don't know. We don't know. Because that was the other thing that I thought was hilarious is the little girl. So we haven't even talked about the bear trap. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. And my favorite actor. Yeah. Uh, Who's, I weirdly, I looked her up on IMDb. Her Her character name is Veronica. But her actor name, her real name is Lily. But then the little girl in the scene is named Lily. So every time she's acting, she's calling her own name to the other person. And her real name is Anastasia. (laughs) So it just gets very confusing. Uh, Mm -hmm. But so she gets caught in a bear trap. And it's the same thing. It's like, you can just leave me here. I'm going to chew my own foot I'm going to die, but you have to go save those others. Isaiah. Well, she has to bring the map to, doesn't she have to bring the map to Isaiah or something like that? This is what I'm saying. Everyone is more invested in those two kids' lives than their own, than their own family. Like, why? But here's they approached breaking open that bear trap in this stupid. She's like trying to hit the chain that is attached to the claw instead of prying open the claw. They're like, you'll get free. You'll still have a claw on your leg. Right. And then you'll because what happens always with those things is eventually you get gangrene and you have to decide whether to amputate or not. And then you don't amputate. And then that blood poisoning spreads to your. That's how bear. I mean, that's ultimately how bears are killed in the wild. Is Is that true? allowing them to develop gangrene and blood poisoning and letting them die over a period of about two or three weeks. Uh, that's horrible. Makes them tasty. No, 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 that's not, that's not, you, you, you trap them with that thing. Then you shotgun them in the head. That's okay. how you kill a bear. That's very American. Yeah. Uh, but again, I did not totally follow what was going on with bringing that map to the little kid. I got to get him the map because I don't know why, whatever. But it was such a funny moment when she runs up to the little and the light is like disappearing. Yeah, it's like, it's almost gone. gone. Oh, well, we're never going to get out of here. We're stuck here. And, and you know, this is 10,000 B.C. It's not 1988. We're stuck here forever. I'm never going to get Isaiah the map. I'm, you know, and then all of a sudden the light goes and just eats like three people oh. all at the same time. I think that's when when we watched it. For the first time, Karen, we all stood up and were like, And who was it? It was a little girl, the boy, right? Josh? Doesn't Josh disappear? Mm -hmm. Just the two of them? No, and a third. His, like, grandpa? Girlfriend? Oh, the girlfriend. Because they were probably all up on each other, the girlfriend. Oh, yeah. They were, like, deep. Oh, yeah, because she was like, it's time for us to go back to camp. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. But, but I would have, I would have, you know, with my little map, I would have just stuck it into the time portal and and dropped it. You know, like she didn't even try. Like, how could right. you? And somebody in 1988 would have been like, "Hey, a map." Relax. Go to well, it. 
I mean, how how <laughs> little Isaiah already has roller skates on and is twirling around. That's the other thing that's weird about these things is like when it's supposed to be the distant past and you're so familiar with that, you know. I've been watching this other show. Have you guys heard of the show Hunters on Amazon? No. It is basically a group. It's a fucking, it's a wild show uh, with an all-star cast. Al Pacino plays an elderly Jewish survivor of World War II who is working with a group of other Jewish, well, I shouldn't say that. There's a couple of Jewish survivors. And then uh, Nazis. There's got to be some Nazis. An Asian guy who knows karate and a black woman with a gigantic Afro. And they're all hunting Nazis in the 1970s. It's all about. Oh, that's kind of fun. Hunting Nazis. Um, But one of the things they figure out very early on, they're trying to figure out this code stuff. And they realize that it's leading to, it all takes place in 1977. So they crack the code and the code says July 13th, 1977. So something is going to happen on July 13th, 1977. Now, July 13th, 1977 was my birthday. So I know exactly what happened on July. There was a blackout in New York City. First of all, Son of Sam was roaming the city, murdering people. They have not acknowledged that yet. Second of all, there was a blackout that weekend. And I'm just interested to see, like, are they going to cause the blackout? Are the Nazis going to cause the blackout? Is the blackout going to be done so that the Nazis can infiltrate some bank oh, somewhere and steal fun. money or whatever? And uh, so I'm like, oh, it's a little bit of a spoiler that I know exactly what is going to happen in this show. But then again, it's funny to watch Al Pacino be an elderly Jewish man. He's very elderly and Jewish. He can't believe that he survived all this time and he's trying. We can't let these Nazis get away with what they're trying to get away with. Um, so anyway, that'll be our next uh that'll be our next okay. project. Watch party. <laughs> uh what I was gonna say about La Brea is if we were gonna do a thing where you had to do shots every time something happened, you know, the way you do for me. It would be every time somebody in a scene talks about somebody who's not there mm. uh. because that is 90% of the dialogue is like Lily and Ariana Grande or whoever okay. the fuck she's with is like, it's like, but we got to make sure Isaiah knows if he goes up to the mountain to the light, then he gets back to 1988. And then we cut to Isaiah and he's like, but where are Lily and Ariana Grande? We need to make sure they get here by the time we get to the light. Because otherwise, you know, like everybody's it's like always. The next immediate goal is is the entire topic of conversation. And, and involving people who aren't there. Mm-hmm. Yes. We have to make sure Gavin knows that Isaiah is him because otherwise he'll figure out that the light isn't where the sinkhole is supposed to be by the campsite. And then they won't be able to jump in and land in Santa Monica when they ultimately get through to 10,000 BC. (laughs) But watch out for the tar. (laughs) Um, I, I also, it's just funny that the three time periods we're dealing with are 10,000 BC 
2021 and 1988 like it i, I would have liked it more if it was like 10,000 bc 2020 and 2021 right. like make them look <laughs> right, right next to each six other six months That's, earlier yeah, yeah. <laughs> i can't go back six months earlier <laughs> i'm my own father now <laughs> if i was doing shots uh I would also now know to do shots every time they didn't believe Scott and assumed that he was high on marijuana and therefore hallucinating. Yes. It's like the writers have never smoked pot in their life. And they're like, this is this is the one that makes you see cows, right? <laughs> oh, but also I'm an interesting character because I come from a different bakery and from everybody else. I was trying to get my master's degree in paleontology, which is one the La Brea type. It's have camels in them. These are the camels from the La Brea type. <laughs> and zoom out, he's alone. <laughs> he's talking to the cow. He's Why do you have a serial number, cow? <laughs> um He's the character that always references, like, this is, like, lost. This is, like, mm-hmm. sci-fi. Like, he's the one who's really the most meta of them all. Mm-hmm. He's the, uh, what's the guy's name in um, uh, Community? Oh, Abed? He's the Abed, yeah. Because he's always like, this is like right. this show. <laughs> um, by the way, I just, I just noticed that I wrote down, <laughs> what? The dying mother, right before she closed her eyes, you know what she said? (laughs) Make something of yourself. Mm -hmm. Promise me. Eat something. (laughs) (laughs) Clean your sink. (laughs) Make something of yourself. Promise me. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 really looking forward to season two. I can't yeah, wait. Watch party, Sean. You're invited. Do we know when season two is coming on? I I don't. I I have a relationship with this show because I work at NBC Universal mm-hmm. and I watch the upfronts. So I saw the like trailer for this for season two. No, for season one very very early on and i remember being like it looks like a joke show on 30 rock like mm-hmm. how is this real <laughs> so um i was very jealous of you karen for not knowing that it was bad dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> do you guys remember that saber tooth tiger from like one of the first one episodes uh-huh. and how it just was like a gray digital blur like, and didn't come back like all of it had these... like the little uh apple logo spinning in the middle of it <laughs> but yeah all of these creatures like in theory should have been threats the whole time but they're all like but no and, they they just move right they don't they come got back. they got walkie talkies <laughs> they've got cars they've got heroines they've got and two they, airplanes and they don't even talk about it like they're not like we got to be careful because there's a saber-toothed tiger out there yeah. they're just like we got to make sure Isaiah knows that that Gilbert gets the light before Donna. Yeah. Like they should have been riding a giant sloth into battle at some point. You know, like use your space. Thousand mm-hmm. percent. 
like a very slow season two. There's still time season. to because I feel like season two is when they go, you know what? We've got a hit on our hands. Let's pump some more money into well, it. We're going to see 1988, right? I would assume we so. Have to. Oh, yes. Uh, we're going to see uh, like little little Gavin meet little Eve and be like, ah, oh, I see what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> No, or, you don't think? Or oh, little yeah. Gavin with <laughs> older Eve and like a weird, we got to do this. We got to make these kids. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to die. And of course, her name's Eve. You know, like his name should be Adam. Like, let's be full on the nose about it. Well, Gavin, 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 Adam, 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 Gavin. Gavin. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's Gavin and Eve. <laughs> Uh, um, but I think, I think we'll, um, definitely, we'll go into that laboratory. We'll go into that combo complex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's we'll, gonna be like a Starbucks in the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna see there, they have in their portals and sinkholes to mm-hmm. every other time period and i think we're gonna go to the 1600s and i think we're gonna why go... would you not do stuff like that right well, once you introduce because the idea of they time don't travel have the budget for costumes like that is why we're staying like that's why a wardrobe truck fell yeah. into the sinkhole with them <laughs> but they just had could... other sweaters look they went to seattle <laughs> they showed that they were evacuating seattle by having four people walk by and showing a fire truck so they could show the 1600s just by having somebody like, Be like just a flash of somebody holding a loot, you know? Right. Um, it's like, <laughs> yes, they don't have a huge budget for these things. <laughs> they you hold up a cell phone and be like, it's your cousin Marvin. Listen to this. <laughs> ding, diddling, ding, 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 ding. You might not like <laughs> it now, but someday you're going to think it was terrible. <laughs> Your kids are going to study it in music theory class. Someday it's going to be played really loudly all night Here, long in front of a 7-Eleven <laughs> to keep the homeless away. Here's uh, here's what I think is going to happen in the next season. They're going to go into the condo mm-hmm. where the labs are. There's going to be one assistant who works there because you can't have a lab without... You know, scientists always have assistants. The assistant is going to be super nerdy with glasses and a a ponytail lab coat and a bun. I think a bun, not a ponytail. Mm. It's going to turn out. She's so fucking hot. Yeah. And has just a body for days. And she likes smoking pot too, or something like that. Like, right. And he is going to be like, Oh, can't believe this is more more good fortune. (laughs) And then when he takes off those pants, one leg. (gasps) What? Daddy? (laughs) (laughs) Izzy is her own father. I think that is tricky. Like that time travel shit. You got to pay attention to so much stuff. And they aren't. (laughs) No, I know. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, well, I think also that somehow through all this time traveling, Ty, the therapist who was going to suicide himself, trying to kill. (laughs) Well, Well, now he has something to live for. We forgot to talk about him. He's got. He fell in love, right? This is the other thing I love is that everybody gets overcome by their pain at some point, but then they get up and they're fine. Mm -hmm. 
like the kid is dying because he's disappearing because his father isn't going to make it into the light. His father who's now nine years old, younger than he is, isn't going to make it into the light. So he's disappearing. And he's like, I can't move. I got, and they're like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Let's keep going. We gotta get to the light. <laughs> and, and Ty then is that like, guy, he's like, my brain tumor hurts. Oh God, I can't go any farther. And she's like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, let's, let's keep going. Come on. <laughs> and she goes, I'm, I'm sorry. And he's like, <laughs> she's like, you should, but that was what, she, I mean, you know, he's, he's making a choice. She's like, you should go back to 1988 because they can have, there's treatments. There's things they can do for your brain thing. Well, good end of life care, but I think he's going to find brain cancer. Uh, some, medicine some plant. Yeah. In plant. the condo. That's oh, why they came right. back to prehistoric right. times right. before pollution ruined all the plants right. that's caused. There's a cure for cancer, but it's been gone for 5,000 years because yeah. the camels, the camels who ended up in the tar pits ate it, mm-hmm. but uh-huh. he's there before that. So he's going to get cured and he's going to live happily ever after with that lady who, I don't know if she's from the past or the future. Like, where is she from? What's how does she fit into all this? I, I don't know. And how in the middle. The she's, in, she's involved with the grandfather somehow, right? She speaks great English. <laughs> they That's her second did. language. They she did great. Did. And the cows got there. They're from the lab. Sinkhole? I think a light portal. I think they were brought there to be tested the uh, pasty cancer treatments on. That's why oh. he's got a little serial number on. Right, because cows are what they always use in science labs to test mm-hmm. out Famously, because they're so small. And Closest in to... DNA. Can the, cow, <laughs> can the cow make it through this maze and get the cheese at the end? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That mm-hmm. kind of thing. Exactly. You know, that'll... Pavlov's cows, they always talk about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel like we did it. We've recapped the show. I don't know if we made any sense, but it was like perfectly on par with the show itself yes. um a little all over the place a little scattered but a lot of i fun. thought you were going to say it was perfectly on brand for our show yeah well that is also applicable yeah yes um thanks so much for having oh me oh my gosh I, Karen, thank you thank you i just love here. talking about it so i appreciate very um, much. i can't can wait till our season two watch parties i know I know you got to bring the cupcakes, Karen. Where can people find you? Um, you can you can follow my Insta at Karen Bond. You can watch American Christmas on Showtime, oh, and yes. if this comes out before June twenty seventh, then you can buy tickets to the Herald Experience at the uh, Brick House Theater and uh, see some improv. Wow! What would you What would you experience if you went to that Herald? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know what that means. I think you do. Mm. <laughs> Sean, do you have anything to plug or do you just want to say goodbye? Uh, yeah, you can check out my MySpace. At, <laughs> um, I'm always looking for a new top eight. Uh, <laughs> I am doing improv shows this weekend, so I'm excited about that. That's awesome. We'll see how that goes. Um, but no, I have nothing to I have nothing to plug. Twitter. Same. My Twitter. It, it, at Sean Conroy. 
It's great. I, I post at least once every seven or eight days. And it's usually <laughs> just something like, fuck that guy. <laughs> it's just a frowny emoji. Totally worth following. <laughs> totally worth following. Right. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Karen. This was so fun. And um, like, subscribe, tell your friends. Click that like button down below. Listen for that smash, bell. Get smash, that smash. smash. Oh, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> Toggle that like button, everybody. All right. Goodbye.